Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. Really hope we see you there. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And actually, they used everything in a different order. And they edited bits and put them here, there. And you can't sue them. You can't do anything. You've signed a contract signing away your rights to the edit. Hello and welcome back to Delete That. I'm Alex Light. And I'm Em Clarkson. How are you, Al? I am. I'm actually not going to tell you how I am because you'll just scoff at me. But good. If I tell you the honest truth of how I am, you'll be like, eh, nah, 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 nah. Because unfair enough, because I am annoying. Are you bad because it's sunny? Okay, we've just had like 10, like a week of absolute <laughs> bliss. It's been like 17 degrees and it's been like Fucking so nice at down. night to sleep. Yeah, gorgeous. And now suddenly out of nowhere, I feel like I can't breathe because it's so hot again. So anyway, how are you? <laughs> driving, driving because the sun's out. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm just, I'm fine. It's n- nothing to do with the weather. Okay, okay. I'm just, t- I'm too grounded. I'm too grounded to let something like, a bit of rain or sun affect me no i'm fine <laughs> i am not <laughs> i am not i'm very unstable as a person <laughs> um, no, i'm good i'm just i'm just very tired can i have please a good a bad or an awkward from you oh i thought you say gonna say can i have a run and i was like oh my god please tell tell us oh no i don't need to have a run being... the problem is the problem is the problem is okay this one might be my bad the problem is when you're a new parent and you say yeah i'm really tired or like anything yeah. other than like I'm euphorically happy. Everyone's like, oh, are you okay? And it's like, oh my God, yeah, I'm fine. Like, and it's so nice, but I, I'm trying to find the balance between like really, really stressing the point that I'm fine, but also that I'm yeah. so fucking tired and that I yeah, just can't yeah, cope yeah. with anything because I'm so tired. But I have to say that and then I have to say lol at the end. Yeah. I have to be like, oh my god, like I'm so far, like I can barely even breathe, like I'm so frazzled, like I'm pretty sure I'm actually asleep when I'm like doing stuff. Ha ah, lol. Because I don't want anyone to worry. <laughs> but you're allowed to be tired. I am, and you know what? It sounds exhausting. It's a bit like tiring. I don't know, but it sounds tiring and I don't think she's sleeping very much, is she? So it's... No, we're not in a massive sleep. The problem is as well, because you say that and then everyone's like, oh, let me sell you a sleep training course. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do sleep training. No, Um, no. But yeah, so I just, I I can't really find the words to say it because it's such a contradiction where I'm like, absolutely, totally fine. But I am 
I am so tired. But I'm good. Yeah. It's not actually Arlo. It's everything else. Like, it's my work. It's super busy. Yeah. And the house is yeah. just relentless. It's basically, like, you just have to do everything you did before, except you also have a kid. <laughs> so it's just like, ooh, a kidoki. Godspeed. Yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. That's the spirit. <laughs> I think if I have a kid, I'm just going to have to quit everything. <laughs> oh, good. I love it when you talk like this. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, roles were reversed the other day and you... Oh, and you said you were quitting for the first time ever. You were like, I'm done. I'm quitting. out, And I'm guessing this is going to be your awkward. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. But before we go, have you got anything <laughs> bad? Let's just start everybody on a bad note before we pick it up and get into a lovely interview. Yeah, I had really bad chub rub yesterday <laughs> and it came on totally unexpected, unanticipated, and it was rough. I was on this really hot train in a dress and I just haven't had it for a while. So I didn't think about it. I was in this dress and the sweat was like, it was, the train was so hot, uh, tube was so hot. The sweat was like pouring off me and it was all like, sorry, gross, like in between, like in between my legs. And I just didn't think oh, about yeah. it. And then it got so bad so quickly within like 10 minutes. I was like, I've got sores on my leg. So yeah, so that was my bad. Nice. Gross. Yeah. It really hurt. <laughs> yeah. Fab. Um, awkward. Made a cake. Didn't go very well. Don't want to talk about what? it. <laughs> I thought it was going to be your good. I've seen the pictures. I've heard the rumours. It looks, it looks so bad. No, it doesn't. Um, I thought it looked good. I thought it was going to be the good. I was ready to be like, woohoo, cake. Oh, no, no, no. It's wonky as shit. And I don't know how people do it, but I it's have such a respect for bakers. It's, it's, oh my God. It's a science. Incredible. It's a science. It's an actual art Give and science. They're doctors. They're like, yeah. let's, not, let's not beat around the bush here. They are. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm doing a little like hands down. But I thought that was going to be your good. I think it looked good. I worship your worship. Yeah. Them. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't know worship them. That's weird. But like hats up, chapeau. chapeau. <laughs> um, okay. My awkward, as you alluded to earlier, is obviously the fact that I made a reel. Thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> uploaded it, having spelt the word alphabet wrong, like a moron. Re-uploaded it. Nobody liked it. The reason nobody liked it, as it transpires, was because it wasn't fucking funny to anyone apart from me, which was very sad. And boy, Alex, who was a a bad a bad pool, a bad um, a bad what's it what's it called? Like a pool, like a pool where they where they do market research, like a market like, like a yeah, yeah. like a yeah, like a like market, market research. Yes, yeah. He was, like he, a... Well, he was a bad one of those, whatever that was, because he was like <laughs> so funny. I was like, cool, I'll upload it. No. Nobody liked it. Nobody liked it. I, I could. <laughs> true brand. I just couldn't get it. I just didn't get it. Okay. It's like right, really guys, struggling. If you missed it, I sent it to Alex, to, girl Alex, to ask if it was funny. And she replied being like, I don't get it. And I was like, right, well, I just quit my job and hate myself. So thanks. Um, <laughs> I uploaded a reel. Because basically somebody DM'd me a few months ago. And was like, do you know you don't need to read the alphabet in order? I was like, wait, what? My whole world just fell in on itself we this and i googled it there's no reason to do a b c d e f g h i j k l m n o z blah blah blah, blah whatever i've got i balls that but there's no reason there's no reason to sing it and there's certainly no reason to do it in order we could do it in any order that we wanted yeah does that not blow your mind well um well it should i don't know i just i just i just feel like it's kind of normal that we've put it in order like but we've put no it reason. in some kind we always of order think like, oh, a is the best a is the top and z's the worst absolutely 
No That's true. There's that. no reason. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now I am understanding it, but it did take me a very long time. I was just like, I'm just, am I missing something? Yeah. It wasn't real content as it turns out. So it's gone. I've deleted it. <laughs> and I hate myself. So that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> what made me laugh was I went to click onto it and it was like, the link is broken. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. Okay. It's gone. I don't want to talk about it. Right. Can we just pick this back up, please? Can we have something good? I love it because that's normally what I do. So we're, I love it when we. Back on Roll reverse. Yeah. <laughs> my good is that my paperback book, the paperback of my book launches today, which today! is very cool. Yeah. It's a like sexy new cover. And yeah, it's quite exciting. So that's it, really. It's so, very exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. I know. Thanks. How thanks. Are you? It is cool. It's so cool. What about you? My good. I talked about it last week, but I did manage to pull off Alex's surprise 30th birthday party. Oh my God, so much fun. It was so much fun. He had no idea. We were super late because of Pride. Didn't count for that going into central London. So we were like running yeah. through through Pride, which was actually gas. All part of, all part of the fun. And um, it was the most amazing night. We went to Leo, London, and it was literally epic. Like it was like the best night so out. Like good. head and do aside, best night out ever. Boy, Alex shouldn't take that personally because he was at one, he wasn't at the other. But what are you going to do? Um, it was unreal. It was so good. It like, was so it, the, good. I, I love a night like that, and it was just the energy was so high, and and he had such a good time. Like he was just in his element. Like he had a ball. He was sliving. My absolute yeah. favorite moment of the whole evening, though, was when I was watching this amazing guy performing, and he was like burlesque, and he was. It was like I was so like just epic and he was like like lap dancing the chair but there was no one's lap I don't know what that's yeah. called but he was just like, like <laughs> thrusting on the chair you get it anyway and I I was watching him and I panned around the table and I just saw Dave who <laughs> was just like like exactly as you'd imagine Dave's response to that dance to be was what was happening and I loved it <laughs> So he was confused. He was confused. It was a big night out for Dave. <laughs> but he had such a good time. I know. I was I was looking at him, looking at him. I was talking to Georgie, then I just looked at him and he was like, he was doing a little like um what is it? The Saturday night da, 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 da. You know when you like yeah. what's, what's Hands the on the elbows you... and the twist. Yeah, classic. Yeah, exactly. He was doing that. I was like, oh Dave. He was, he was mean, living. I feel like you can't really do that outside of the Saturday night dance, but get, why, why do you keep saying sliving? What's this? That's what Paris Hilton does. She slives. What, what, what does that mean? Sliv? Sliving. I've been sliving for a little while now. I think we've been sliving collectively Sli- since the noughties. Sliving. 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 But what's the S for? <laughs> Just sliving. I don't know. <laughs> like super living. Or <laughs> like what? Sliving. Bear with sliving. please call that. Oh, it's even better. It's a blend of slaying and living. Okay, that okay, I like that. I slaying. should Google stuff first because I did not know what that was. I've just been saying it. It could have been anything. Oh my god, I can't wait for the day when I'm sliving. It's not happened yet, ever. <laughs> but one day it will. Oh my god, yeah. I.e. being successful and glamorous. That's the definite as if I keep walking around saying I'm sliving. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Love that. Oh well, manifest. Uh, manifest. I'm manifesting rain. <laughs> I'm not having that. I am, guys. <laughs> can everybody else just manifest some, please? Because that is unreasonable oh, for a man. Fuck Alex. off. 
<laughs> we have an interview and a half. And a half. This is one for any Married at First Sight fans, of which I'm sure there will be lots of you because it's fucking huge, the show. And we had Gemma Rose Barnes on. Even if you are not a Married at First Sight fan, this was an incredibly interesting interview about the reality of reality TV. Like it yeah. blew my mind. My Alex hadn't watched it, but he's yeah. listened to the interview and he was like, holy shit. So... Oh, the ice cream van's going by. Sorry, just in case oh, you can I hear love that. that. I know, I might have to go and get... Yeah, I think I've got to go, I'm going to have to go and get a twister. So. It's an amazing interview. Em's got to go get her twister, but please enjoy Gemma Rose Barnes. Hi, Gemma. Hello. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for asking me. I think there's going to be, like, mass excitement. Yeah. We've got... I don't even know if you can call it reality. We've got TV royalty here. We've got <laughs> our producer... I did a TV show once. Yeah, no, but, like, yeah. you did the TV show. Like, the yeah. one on everybody's lips. Our producer, Daisy, who's not here today, actually has a podcast called Doing the Maths. Okay. Which she does with her girlfriend, Daisy, and they just talk about Married at First Sight <laughs> all the time. So she, like, lost her mind when we said you were coming. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> um... And we've got so many questions specifically about what you went through on the show and what your life's been like since. But like my curiosity like dictates I have to ask this first. What made you sign up for this show? And what was it like knowing that you were going to walk down the aisle to marry somebody that you've (laughs) never seen before? Okay, really good question, actually. Okay, so I applied because I'd split up from my children's father... I was on my own and I dated twice in like a two year period Mm. and it hadn't worked out. I couldn't give the time to it and my children got hurt both times. So I thought, why not go somewhere where someone's been matched to me, for me, by these experts, by these psychiatrists. There was a lot of effort, so it looked like on my side, put into the matching process. Yeah. So I just thought my children won't get hurt. Yeah, because they're not going to be around and that can't happen in day-to-day life and you know getting older whatever that feels like to you but to me like I always imagined I'd spend my life with someone Mm. so I thought right well it just can't fail I believed that the people that had been on it before hadn't tried hard enough or hadn't explored why they were matched and I just I just wanted to throw myself all in I even booked time off after to spend with him I just thought this is it we're going in yeah this is forever yeah it's like yeah. science like yeah. they're gonna find yeah. and it was it was a well-respected Danish experiment back in the day like 10 years ago you weren't allowed to take part if you had children because the weddings were legal so I always thought if it adapted down the line to include single parents then I would apply for it yeah um my mum was livid from, was the, she? from the moment I applied and I said why and she was like because you'll get on it yeah <laughs> you'll get on it you're crazy um but yeah I was just you know I had so much hope like that that build-up I was just so excited I've never felt anything like that build-up to the wedding and in it for me it wasn't like oh my god I'm gonna be on tv it was like I'm gonna meet this man and we're gonna be given 24 hours a day together for 10 weeks yeah. we're gonna just like be so happy because that is like the pro- it's like the, yeah it's like ultimate promise like we're yeah. gonna find your perfect yes. match i never think about you don't think about it i think maybe we've grown like quite cynical as a as a nation yes to be like well everybody just wants to be on tv so like that's why these shows do so well but actually when you think about that show specifically yeah. it's like they're promising you they did promise me as well love. i even had uh, a conversation with Paul, who's one of the experts, um, 
and he did a FaceTime with me and obviously you're like, wow, I'm talking to Paul and he's beautiful and he's lovely. I'll take him. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I just said, you know, my only concern, because he asked me, what was your concern? I said, my only concern is that he won't believe in marriage. And he was like, we'd never do that. Like the public want to see genuine matches. And yeah. Matt did a speech at our wedding and said he didn't believe in marriage. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's difficult to understand how that process can en- like enable someone that really does believe in marriage yeah. and does want that. And that's why they're there, to be matched with someone that just doesn't. It seems like a fundamental Yes. You would think. Difference. Yeah, a prerequisite for <laughs> yeah. signing up to a show that gets you married straight away. And, and in Matt's defence, he was told, do you want to be famous? Do you want Instagram followers? Do you want to come? For for the reason that he was right. there. Right, right, right. So obviously we're going to clash and we're yeah. strong characters. But that, I imagine that's really disappointing then if you... Yeah. Immediately disappointing if you... I know, but I still thought, well, we could to see how it goes like he must maybe he says that but he means something different because he's here yeah. he's on a marriage show yeah um, yeah he could have gone on love island or yeah yeah something else i mean probably not but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i just thought that we would at least throw ourselves in and i actually asked him when we got back from the the wedding day and we got to the hotel the night of the wedding it was just us two and a, and a lovely producer and i said um to you, is this marriage like? Do you feel like do you do you want to go down that route of throwing ourselves in, or do you feel like it's kind of like a pretend TV marriage? And he was like, "No, no, we're married. Like, let's throw ourselves in." Okay. And that was the first and last time he said anything of that type, right. and it didn't continue that way. Oh man. No, no. On a on a sorry, I've mm. got so many questions. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> on a practical thing, like okay, dress wise, mm-hmm. yeah, like all of this. When I got married. I kind of love my wedding dress, but then I was like, I kind of want one that, like, I think Alex would like because yeah. you, so you kind of know what kind of vibe you're going for. How did you know what kind of va- See, like vibe? Or was it just uh, your dream? No, so I, my, I've never actually imagined myself being in a wedding dress. I, mine was always let's skip to the wife, not uh, bride. Yeah. Like it's never been my intention yeah. to be a bride. Like I would carry Bradshaw, wear the suit to the town hall. I've always yeah. like, and if I do do it, that will be what I do. Um, it'd just be some dress. And it's not the dress it's for me, but it's not the wedding day. It was the being yeah, the wife yeah. of all. And especially as I get older, like that became so much more significant. Yeah. And my grandma, like they went to a registry office and they were so happy together, my grandma and my granddad. Yeah. And like she just wore a brown suit. She was yeah. with the love of her life. We went to a wedding dress shop and I just picked one off the sale rack. I thought, well, my tits look good. So let's just wear <laughs> this one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was um, it was 500 quid from a shop near where I live. And it just it just wasn't about that. No. I got you do get fixated on the look as you know you're marrying a stranger you're like oh my god what about my hair my makeup but I have my Doc Martens on and um yeah amazing just like I just it just wasn't about that it was just about being there to commit yeah. to somebody when you first saw him what did you think thank god okay thank god like I thought he's I thought initially really attractive I could yeah. get over the shit tattoos <laughs> um, I just thought this is good like this is a good match I can see why we've been matched um, but obviously as we know from our life experience as we get older when you get to know someone's personality they become much much less attractive as time goes on <laughs> yeah. so that appeal was completely lost very quickly because when someone's an arsehole they're yeah. not that good looking anymore no no no, no. That can go very quickly. Yes. Yeah. But you were initially pleased, like, okay, I'm yeah. attracted to him. Thank God. Like, yeah, this and isn't going to be a total disaster. Despite what you've seen on television, my friends and family and his fa- um, friends 
we're all like, wow, like sparks are flying. You two are such a strong match. Like it, the energy in the room, it was electric. And the producers were saying to us, this is the best, whatever they say that to everyone, this is the best mm-hmm. wedding for connection that we've seen out of all of them. Oh, wow. Um, obviously that wasn't portrayed in the edit, but yeah, that that is, it was. So you've said since that you felt like you were edited badly. It, it's not so much that I said the things that I said. And I've always said that. People can go, but you said... What? I've never said that I didn't say those things. Yeah. But that's actually... But it doesn't mean... No. Like, you can say things and they can be twisted, put out of context. Of course. We have right. to And they were putting... That. Actually, microbiting is illegal in this country. They're not allowed to use things in different orders. And they told us that the whole time we were uh. filming. They kept reassuring us with that. And actually, they used everything in a different order. And they edited bits and put them here, there. And you can't sue them. You can't do anything. You've signed a contract signing away your rights to the edit. Um, But actually, I said what I said, but if they included what he said Mm, and the comebacks and actually the things that he said were probably not broadcastable. So it made... And obviously women that talk about sex, it's controversial. It's I mean, in the pub where I live, everyone's like high five and everyone's like... It's just... but we watch television with just such a cynical eye and we're so serious. We can't really comprehend that people are just having a, a good time or a joke. Yeah. Did you get a lot of backlash for talking about sex? Yes and no. The majority absolutely loved it and they were like, finally there's someone that's down to earth and like me on television. Uh, you'll always get the Karens, but... Um, you will always get the you Karens. You will. Yeah. But, you know, I was I was all right about that. I was I was just more upset that... Obviously, I'm hearing like bits as it's being aired because we were filming the the reunion, like as it was about to be aired. He's been told by producers, "Don't worry, she's going to come down really bad, and you're not." So he, in my eyes, was protected. They said that to him. Yeah, like, "Don't worry, you're going to come off absolutely fine." And actually, the things that he did come the end were edit- edited out because he called mental health and and things weren't shown wow. to protect him. Wow. Um. But yeah, it's it's concerning that all the men seem to be protected every series, in my opinion. Yeah. And it's yeah. it is the the shows are run by men and women that want to be men. Yeah, because this is what and uh, shocks me in what happened to you, which is I think unprecedented in Married at First Sight, mm. in that he had an affair, mm. which is insane because it's not Love Island. Like no, you're I on know. a marriage. <laughs> reality show it's just it's so nuts but how there's still any argument that he could be portrayed as the good guy or not the bad guy i think um it depends on people's view doesn't it if the way the edit looked it looked as though it was going nowhere from the beginning but actually what you don't see is the conversations that were had behind camera right um but this is the thing people they either want to know what went on behind the cameras or they don't and that's fine mm. if people go well it wasn't in the edit I don't give a fuck that, yeah that is that's your choice however as someone that's been in it and was very poorly for a long time after it's nice to be able to have an opportunity to say what really happened yeah um and you know I I was there for genuine reasons and when I said to him right if you're not going to take this seriously and stay in the apartment and throw yourself in like the other couples we need to leave and then for a relationship to start up after that conversation, after I said, I don't actually want to try with you myself, I didn't want to try anymore. Um, to start up a relationship that day to make sure you stay in a TV show says it all for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I could have stayed. He did ask me to strategize and stay in the show. 
And that was when I said no. He was on the wrong oh show. But he then was. he was told. He was told to come for that. Right, okay. So so that was what so, was promised to him. Yeah, he was yeah. told to do whatever at any costs to be famous. So it's just the producers playing... Of course, God. as it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. As it is, yeah. yeah. Because Burn, that's not fair to be like, oh, this is the best match ever. Yeah. If they know that your intentions for going on the show are well, entirely... the complete opposite, and yeah. you've got to figure that out between you yeah. without really having that conversation. We watched the, the scene where you confronted him about it mm. in the garden, and he was very defensive and wasn't very nice. I'm surprised he he did come off well. Because it didn't look like a pleasant conversation. I don't know if he did come off well on that. He doesn't come off well, no. in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, he can say what whatever, you know, that he said in the press and however he wants to defend himself, but he did treat me like shit. He was disgusting. He was yeah. scary. And actually, before that scene, I had told the producers I wanted to leave because it was scary. Um, his behaviour was scary. His body language was scaring me. Um, and to be told, be careful what you say in case you ruin his life. Um, and it's all in your head, like, just stay here. Um, but to be told by, like, the, the, the woman that was in charge of all of this stuff, like, just be careful of of his life and where he will go after this. Isn't that what women are dealing with in courts with various assaults and stuff like that constantly? And he did go on to threaten people in the show and he did go on to attack somebody and it was all covered up by Channel 4. Wow. That's interesting because the producers, there seems to be a lot of scrutiny now because the worst happened at ITV, the worst happened Mm -hmm. at Love Island. So there is so much pressure now on producers to really protect the contestants of... Love Island and there's been a lot of people saying it's been really dry since that happened like yeah. it's not the original TV because the, the contestants are like too mentally stable and they're too produced to protect them now because it can't be the the mess and the raw and the honesty that it was before because it's just too much for human beings to it deal is. with but it's it, the aftermath also but it feels like that hasn't been pushed into like hearing you speak about this it's like it's not it's not the, it's not the case in other reality yeah. shows yet so we had a welfare team but Putting out fires is not the same as preventing fires. No. So um, the welfare team were fantastic, but they're all having mental breakdowns. Mm. They're all very unwell after these series have been filmed Mm. because of what they've also been put through. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, it's a lot of people's... Even the, the pressure, the camera, the the guys that were doing all the camera work, and their their producers also, to hear a lot of them saying to me, "I don't know if I want to come back and be a part of this anymore." You know, really? but the, the work is limited within filming within London, and the community is is small. So you know, you can't really, you kind of have to lose the moral issue, I suppose, on their half of wanting to make money. Did you get the impression that other couples were struggling or other individuals were struggling within the show with the mental health element? So, yes, uh, with Thomas, um, him being drip-fed alcohol privately before filming to make sure that he was kicking off. Mm. That's not okay in my book. Mm. Absolutely not okay. We definitely both had um, struggled with with the same sort of things with like our upbringing or like our past. And that was 100% why we were chosen. I spoke to this to the psychiatrist before the show and said, you know, do you not think... She was like, you're suffering from trauma from your childhood because I had quite a negative childhood. I was like, do you not think it's kind of a bad thing I put it in a box <laughs> and it's kind of not my story? She was like, no, 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 it's fine. Oh. That should have been the point. They were like, you cannot do a TV show like this yeah. because you will be very poorly after, which mm. is what happened. But um, a lot of... I would say a lot of the percentage of people that were in that show were in to be on TV. And that's fine if that's Mm. your reason. 
a lot of them were there for the clout and for the following. I had a life that I loved. I just wanted a husband to come into it. So I've gone straight back to my normal life. Yeah. I didn't... I, I've done yeah. hardly any... I've only just started doing podcasts now, but I've done no events, no free... Like, I do no ads. And I don't criticise people that do. It's just I want to get my message out there. Yeah. Coming out the show, you're mental health wasn't braille we all watched me have a mental breakdown on instagram oh i'm sorry <laughs> do you feel i, I mean like, how, how are you now do you feel so good? now feel in good a now? really really good place good um i've got sobriety to thank for that 100 percent. and um yeah just t- just time's a healer just got better like getting better like yeah. i wouldn't say i feel poorly anymore but i was in a really bad way yeah. I was really unwell. As a result of the show, yes. direct result yes. of the show. Yes. Yeah. And the sudden attention. Yeah. But also when your mental health has a decline and there's any attention, it's not good. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just it just wasn't it wasn't positive. And I and I came out and actually like the guys that would like reach out like, Oh, you're really attractive or like the genuine guys like on Facebook that would be local to you that would be like, Oh, do you fancy going on a date? That stopped. Mm. And then there's just all these thousands of just strangers whether that's positive attention or negative I never even looked into any of it because it was just for the wrong reasons it was because I'd been on television did you know that was going to come yes and no I just thought my life could possibly be amplified I didn't think that it would um, affect me as deeply as it did Um, and you know I can't criticize the fact that, that they had this welfare team who reached out to me all the time but because every time they called me with tomorrow's episode's going to be this I was like right is this in there is this in there is this in there because he said things that should have been shown and every time it was no I'm really sorry and they would say sorry because they knew it should be Mm. but Um, it wasn't because because he was protected so um because he said he had bad I think they were following a storyline up until a point and then yes there were things that were going to be included the reunion episode for instance was spicy um and you know he was removed at the end i don't know if you remember he said he left and he said in the press it's because his mum's unwell that was not true it's because he attacked zoe off camera security had disappeared we finished filming and because um she had repeated a joke that i said he attacked her wow. he had to be pulled off of her oh and then God. he went to attack whitney uh and producers and it was roid rage you could see it it was scary mm. um and you know, I wanted to speak about that a long time ago, but Zoe wasn't ready to, so I completely respected that decision. She's since spoken about it on a podcast and said what happened. On her podcast, she decided yeah. to use her platform where she felt safe, and I respect that. But now I can talk about it. He did attack Zoe. He was removed for that reason. Oh he God. also said to Adrian on camera, "When I um, tell me where you fucking live and shit like that. Tell me where you live so when we get out of here, I can come and find you. Oh like, and it was all hidden. Wow. It's scary that, that these people have been protected. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. I wonder as well that they don't, because I remember when, again, to compare Love Island, because it's an easy comparison, mm. to compare it with Love Island, when Adam, and I can't remember what he said in a recent series, but it was to the point that, that Women's Aid released a statement yeah. because they were concerned about his behaviour. And it feels, and I've subsequently listened to, a, we've listened to a podcast series called, was it called Unreal? The Unreal. The Unreal. Yeah. It's a, like a 10-part investigative podcast looking at the history of reality TV. And quite often they talk about Real Housewives and they have the issue of domestic abuse in, in early seasons of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And they talk about the production and what where their responsibility is to air domestic violence mm-hmm. because you do have it on one side that you don't want to norm you don't want to show it as if it's yeah. normal because that desensitizes that yeah and it allows people watching it at home to think well that's normal so mm-hmm. i'll emulate it or i'll accept yeah. that or whatever but then on the other hand do they completely pull hide the it like it doesn't on, happen in people's right homes. yeah so they mm. either have to stop it at the expense of you or they have to stop the whole show and i suppose on balance they'd choose like if it's Gemma or the whole series mm. they'll just throw you yeah to it that's exactly what they do. I, I didn't really think uh, this will make fantastic television. I just thought, yeah, it's, it's, people can go as well. Well, you're not that naive. And I think when you're that desperate to change your life and that one aspect that's missing, you will be that naive. Yeah. And when, I guess yeah. hindsight, yeah, you can look at it with cynicism and you can look at it with like, oh, but at the mm. time... All my dreams were like... They were there. My, that one person had been matched to me. So how could that possibly go wrong? Yeah. So since you've been out mm. of the TV show, you are now sober. Yes. So um, I'm working a 12-step program. Um, just It was just time. Yeah. Do you um, think the show exacerbated? I had a problem. Yeah. I can't blame that on the show. No. Um, I had uh, alcohol was a trigger for cocaine for me. Mm-hmm. So every time... I drink. I would just. It would just became a normality that cocaine was always there. And Can after I ask the show, if that was on the show as well. No, no, okay, no, no, no. Because we're. They say in recovery, like geography will not change your addiction, and that's true. Because as soon yeah. as I came home, it was there waiting for me. The mm. the addiction, and yeah, and it just after the show just became just too frequent, and it, and it was a coping mechanism, which obviously. Now I've been in recovery, I know that alcohol and cocaine mixed together is actually its own chemical name called coethylene, which is like, you know, when you have a drink and you want a cigarette, mm. it's the same. Boy, right. do I. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I made the decision to step into sobriety. I'm coming up to my 90 days clean now. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. That's amazing. I, <laughs> um, I am bloody proud of myself. Yeah, Good. you should be. Yeah. And um, in that time, like, my financial situation has just dramatically changed um i'm under really great management that really helped me and making the most of obviously i'm a creator on only fans of like 
really rinsing that for everything that I went through on the show. Good for you. Yeah. As you should. Who knew my fanny would be so popular? <laughs> not, certainly not me. It's not what you thought when you went in to find a husband. <laughs> no. But, <laughs> but potato, potato. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. Yeah. But I love it. Like, I just... I, I, now I'm seeing all the positives. Yeah. What made you decide to do OnlyFans? Uh, I was doing it for free on Tinder before uh, Married to First Sight. Um, I'd always, it always crossed my mind. And actually, it's Morag from the previous series. She does yeah. it. And I was like, well, if she can do it, I can fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. And too bloody right. And she just inspired me to just get on there and just do it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I love it. Good. I do love it. Do you enjoy making the content? And, yeah, I love yeah. it. Who doesn't enjoy <laughs> no no it's been it's been listeners great. there was a gesture made just there <laughs> uh yeah it's just i don't want to say empowering because it's kind of like it's just it is to me but it won't be to other people and i can i can actually respect how people i just think we should just all respect each other's opinions and yeah views and like that we're not all the same but um do you get any backlash for doing any fans or do you care if you do I don't give a shit. Good for you. Um, for actually, you. someone messaged me the other day because I, I recently had um, weight loss surgery. Uh, I've had an intestines disease for the last five years mm. and my weight has just, it's just been a problem. So I decided to go down the route of weight loss surgery to fix the intestines disease and lower my weight so I'm healthy again. It's not about being skinny or anything like that. It was massively about just how it took over my life for five years and this woman messaged me and she said my 12 year old daughter looks up to you uh you shouldn't have had weight loss surgery and I don't normally bite but I did message back and I was like number one who the fuck lets their very young daughter look at Instagram Mm -hmm. absolutely not okay on my book if you're letting them look at someone from Married at First Sight who talks about sex Mm -hmm. Uh, and number two why would you want her to look up to me because (laughs) Like, all right, if a teenager, just like an older teenager decides to make their own choice, but who wants their 11-year-old to look up to someone who talks about dick constantly? <laughs> it's just not normal. You call it me not normal. normal. Yeah, <laughs> there's loads of them. I don't want it. Um, yeah, that's not, so you do get responsibility. But with the only fans, I don't know. Some people, I mean, I'm, I, I stupidly Googled myself when, like about six months ago and I, and I thought, I bet there's forums about me. And there are forums about me. Oh, no. And, and they did, like, talk about my OnlyFans and the leaks and stuff like that. And I thought, I don't actually give a shit because you're not making 10 grand a month. So suck a dick. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So on the back of all of it, when you came out the shows, it's really great that you don't give a shit about pe- what people are saying about your OnlyFans and stuff. Mm. But did you care about what people had to say about you on the show? Because I suppose you're being very vulnerable. Yeah. Um, I cared about the fact that the whole, you didn't see the story. Yeah. You just, that's what I cared about. Yeah. Like, don't like me if you know the story. Yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was out of a frustration. But actually, no, the only time it really, really hurt me was when people mentioned my children. Yeah. Because I'm a fucking fantastic mother and I love my boys more than anything. And we have the best time. And also, how can you make a view of what someone's like as a mother by seeing them without their children on television? Um, but yeah, when yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, and Gemma with her friends is not Gemma with the children. Yeah, like no. it's just not the same person. Yeah. you know, you're a social chameleon, and when you're with your children or different groups of friends, you just yeah. you just tweak your per- your personality is you know subject to your surroundings. But uh, yeah, when someone said my kids should be taken away from me, I was like, 
and it's really hard not to bite at those I comments. Bet. Yeah, I yeah. bet. Uh, as you know, like having your daughter, like it's just when yeah. people go for the jugular. Yeah. yeah, I actually had to make a decision. I had to stop reading everything when she was when I announced I was pregnant. I was mm-hmm. like, "That's me. I'm done with. I don't want any Good feedback choice. because I just." Yeah. Like if you're brave enough to come and say yeah. it to my face in my DMs, whatever, I'll I'll tolerate yeah. it. But if you're going to be talking about that behind my back, yeah. something that you don't, because I don't show my baby on the internet, yeah. So I'm just like, if you can stretch that far, yeah. Like I hope you pull a muscle, and I'll yeah. see you later. Like you're not my problem. Yeah, absolutely. Which is like, but it's hard to know that, particularly for you, if you've gone in. You put when you're doing OnlyFans. Mm. I imagine you. Well, you you're like putting on a show. You're like, yes. you know, it's like, not it's Sasha Fierce. It's, yeah, you're acting. Mm, yeah. It's your social chameleon, but this is yeah. you're showing up at work. And Whereas, it's my favorite job. Yeah, but when you're going on a show like that with with hope in your heart, I know. And then you've got the disappointment. There is that level of vulnerability. That, I suppose I didn't really think of it like that, but yeah, I um. Like you're ready for the backlash the the time you're making a con. Like I chose, I'm choosing to make that content. I'm ready for the backlash, yeah. but to have your words twisted um, and shown in the wrong order or to have, you know, Matt's comments were cut out. And trust me, they were bad. Mm. Um, but to, um, yeah, it, wa- it was heavy stuff. Like it was, very, I did feel very vulnerable after because um, I, I was single. I'd come out and life just is never going to be the same. Not fully. No. I mean, it's nice to come to London. No one really says anything to you. But where I live, I was a very well-respected hairdresser and that's where the it, the, it stopped. I was very well-respected within business. Whether I still am, I don't think that's at the forefront of people's mind anymore. I think it will always be Gemma off Married at First Sight, not Gemma the hairdresser. Yeah. Um, and it definitely affects a lot of things. Yeah. Like domino you, effect. You're still doing the hair. I am, yes. And your clients are still like with you. Yes. Well, that's great. I've been really lucky. Good. Good. I think I probably lost more clients from addiction than I did from the show. Okay. Because right. the the effect that that had on business, um, you know, making yourself be poorly a lot. Yeah. Not really turning up to work. Yeah. Um, that's just, that just doesn't happen now that I'm in sobriety. That's just not a problem. Um, and I'm really lucky that like I'm being supported by um, like my suppliers, salon services. I'm their ambassador now. And like, who the fuck thought that someone with OnlyFans would be supported by a massive company? Amazing. Certainly not me. Yeah. But it's is it's progressive. Like the modern most, world. Most yeah. women people watch porn and they do OnlyFans and like that's okay. Yeah, it's much more mainstream mm-hmm. than it was. Yeah, so it's not really holding you back from other opportunities. No. You have really good hair as well. I was just thinking it's, that. Uh, it is a bit dry because I met blonde for two weeks. I was going to ask like, you, my hair's very dry. Like, very dry. I will write down some stuff like for you. Like, falling out dry. Okay. Breaking Don't off. Don't worry. Low iron. There's so much. Okay, oh, thank God. Hair, skin and nail tablets. Number one, I would have bought you some. No, it's okay. I, I, I can buy some. <laughs> mm. it's, it's so, no, it was, I'm going it to so message, I'm gonna message my company for you because they'll send them to you for free. Oh, that's very nice of yeah, you. Thank you. They're brilliant. I'm, I love having yes. a hairdresser. Hairdressers are probably the the fountain of knowledge that I wish I had like I wish I could do you know what it is a superpower it It is is. it's a superpower to be able to do a good blow dry oh my god these it's the one skill it will always escape me yeah I can't I hate I just don't get it to be fair mine's normally in like a bun with like the puby bits just like sticking out like (laughs) this that's my postpartum life right now just the I look like do you remember when you were a kid and there's like balls with the static you put your head to it and you'd be like literally that's me like I've rubbed my head against the for like half an hour so bad but you got a baby yay yeah yay (laughs) and a balloon head (laughs) 
Can I ask mm. to anyone who, if you could speak to someone who was about to go unmarried at first sight and had absolutely, like you, just mm-hmm. had absolutely no idea of what to expect and possibly someone that was going in with high hopes as well, what would you tell them? What advice would you give them? Only, num- only one thing that pops in my head. And Don't do it. <laughs> remember you're on a TV show. Yeah. You, you are there to make television. Right. I didn't think about that once. Is it easy to forget? If if you're there for the right reasons, yes. Right. Because there are a lot of cameras and producers, aren't there? Um, Not necessarily cameras, but the producers check in quite a lot. Yeah, they, they do check yeah. in. They're, they're checking in. Obviously, they're, they're like coming for like a little catch-up and you start to think that they're your friends. They're not your friends. Mm. Um, yeah, just remember that you're on a TV show. Mm. And, you know, there will be that, that, that two out of ten couples that, that get lucky. Yeah. Um, and they are a genuine match because they have to throw yeah. them in somewhere. But that's the couple lottery. So you just yeah, yeah. make that choice that you're... That's a risk. You don't have to answer this if you don't want to. But just given that you've um, recently got got sober, mm-hmm. are there times watching the show back where you were drinking that is difficult? Um, we were drinking all the time because every time there was a dinner party, there would be these huge glass decanters... Um, and we'd be like hyenas, like they would just be filled and you wouldn't know how many bottles were in per, but we'd have a glass for white and a glass for red. And I can remember my first dinner party, t- Thomas tapping me on the shoulder and, and being like, pour one of both. And I was like, what? And he was like, pour one of each. And I was like, why? And he was like, you'll see in a minute. So I grabbed them and I filled up one glass of white, one glass of red. And then you put them down and they are gone because everyone is just drinking that much. Really? Um, you don't see the amount, but I can remember after a dinner party going out to the where we'd filmed and it had all been cleared and there was just the recycling bins and there was about six, I don't know how many litres, but like big family bins and they were full, like six of them just full, like overflowing of just bottles. Mm. Wow. Um, and like I said before, some people would be given alcohol that were yeah. probably going to kick off a bit more. They were given alcohol before filming. Because again, on Love Island, that's not allowed. No. They used to. They did it with yeah. Faye Winter because I know um, Faye's sister. They yeah. would give her alcohol in private before filming also. So it was obviously a tactic on Love Island before. That's it. It was before... Before, before yeah. the eyes were on them. Mm-hmm. But it feels like the other shows where there aren't eyes, it's just like, mm. fuck it. To my understanding, yeah. there was a documentary that was going to be done by Channel 4 about Love Island, whether that's still happening or not, but that was being spoken about when... I, and I just think that's disgusting if that happens because it's just one contradicting the other for yeah. their downfall when they're all doing the same bloody thing. Yeah. yeah. And watching yourself back... Is that okay? Do you find that triggering or is that all right? Um, see, I haven't watched anything since. Um, I can't watch reality TV anymore. I know that. That no. is triggering. Even seeing the producers that I still follow on Instagram, seeing them filming in Destinations, because it's all finished filming this last, the latest series. Um, it's going to air soon. But even seeing those Destinations there with their cameras, that was really triggering. I really mm. struggled with that. Really? Really struggled. And I don't struggle with a lot. God, it sounds like you've got like PTSD from it. I think it. I have got PTSD yeah. from it. Absolutely. Do you regret any of it? Uh, I did. I mean, do, I guess, sorry, two questions. Okay, regret going on Do you regret on going on in the first place? Yes. And do you regret anything of what you, you um, said or did on the show? I regret the fact that I trusted them. And I regret the fact that I applied for a show under false pretenses. And I didn't open my eyes to as to what I was applying for. Right. 
because I honestly didn't think about the TV side of things. I was like, they're yeah. just going to document our love. Because <laughs> um, that's a premise. It is adorable. Yes. yes. I, I get, the, na- I get um, the naivety. In regards to what I said, no, because I was myself. Yeah. Um, and also, like, if they had included the bits where he had his hand around my neck, asked me if I liked it rough, or saying, can we get a coat hanger for her coil? That would have changed your opinion of our relationship. Holy shit. Yes, but we both spoke like that. That's fucking rang that, that he said that about the coil. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, okay. It sounds um, violent, though. Like, I can see yeah, why that's why was it was a lot of his premise to his personality was violent. Yeah. Yeah, see, when you hear that, like, it's good that you, you yeah. took it in good humour and it was meant in good humour, but as a standalone comment, that yeah. is quite aggressive. But it wasn't, it just wasn't shown because of that reason. Um, and also, like, the, the you know, a lot of the stuff at the reunion was he called me a whore, but I did call him a <laughs> Uh, so I had um, I had a question box come out at the reunion and um, obviously I wasn't part of a couple. So they said, Gemma, you're allowed to ask. I opened it. Gemma, you're allowed to ask anyone on the table anything. And I was like, don't do it, don't do it. And I was like, Matt, why are you such a fan? <laughs> um, which, you know, for the next part, my, people will either go, well, you antagonised him or um, fair. Uh, but he did say, "How's Bob? You're a massive whore." And the ta- the whole table kicked off like it was like a Mexican wave of just people like, "Fuck no, you can't say shit like that." Obviously, you shouldn't say things like, "Why are you a cunt?" But also, you, he did like in in like the wrongness. He did the wrong thing. Like he did the wrong thing. He he. I know it's not a real no, marriage. No, no, but, no, like, I know you were married. He went with somebody else. Yeah, I stand by what I said on the show, which is if it's genuine, why couldn't you just be like, "We're both leaving" because our marriages haven't worked out yeah um why don't we just meet up after this yeah if it's not for television yeah, yeah. and why that's we... what i said on the show and then and i and that was actually probably the most well-received thing i said on the whole show people did agree mm. do you think maybe you weren't do, I, do you think you were a shock to people because you weren't meek you know you did um i think if it had been well received by him then people would have liked it yeah but because he made himself a victim of my jokes yeah um, but remember, he was there for a TV show. So when he's off camera and they're going, did it make you feel uncomfortable? He's going to say whatever they want yeah. him to say. And that is what he did. Because up until a certain point, like when I when I did watch it, I was like, well, at that time, things were really good. So I think I think had you seen the genuine, you might have, I, I personally think people might have gone, he led her on to a certain point. Yeah. Because you didn't see, you didn't see the build up to that. Yeah. And and off camera whether people care about that or not for me to be concerned about the fact that there was no sexual chemistry between us like after a few days and and him to be reassuring me off camera with the well your tip popped out last night and I did think about fucking you. For that to like do you know what I mean that it was it was well hidden because he yeah. said that off camera but that was leading me on. Yeah. And then to go on camera she expects a certain reaction from men. Well he was giving me that reaction. Yeah. But manipulative. yeah, I mean, he's a manipulative guy. I'm not going to beat around the bush. He's super manipulative. So could we infer that you don't see him anymore? <laughs> I haven't seen him since the reunion. No, just stabbing in the dark. Here, but, uh... It's going to take a guess. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't seen him since the reunion. No contact at all. No, I blocked him. So we had a conversation when the show was airing and I thought, you know, when you're just like, was it as bad as I thought? Was he as bad as I thought? Um, but we were told, you know, you have to keep up this pretense that, like, up until people know what happened in the show on social media, you need to make it look like you're together. We signed contracts to that as well. Oh, God. Um, yeah. 
so you know I thought right I'm going to reach out to him and I just said to him you know we both need to post about each other unfortunately (laughs) until people know about you and Whitney and that's when he was like I'm going to come off fine and he was gaslighting me again he was like you're I'm going to come off fine and you're not like your life's ruined basically that's when I decided to block him again and I just thought I can't do this with him he's disgusting he's a disgusting human being yeah that's nice for you to have that like proof though yeah because it does feel like you're being not just gaslit by him but if the production are editing it out yeah i can imagine that it is easy for you to question your reality and and wonder what did really happen yeah but i know what happened and especially now i'm not poorly like i know what happened i know how they all made me feel not just him and i know that given my childhood reverting back into this vulnerable state on that tv show and that being that being utilized yeah. to make great television it was great television mm. and if people like reality tv i'm sure that this will be one for the books but actually behind closed doors i was very unwell and my children suffered as a result yeah did he ever apologize to you no no narcissists don't no, apologize not once. No. no i mean he literally left you like, he left the marriage. Yeah. Whether it was a blessing or legal, like, yeah. he left you and then started a, a something up with Whitney. But there was no remorse on his part. Yeah, and I suppose... Um, and also, it was just, like, the being so angry at everyone. Like, Zoe, in the, re, in, um, the episode before I left, I think it was the commitment ceremony, she was like, but it's not okay. Like, we've all signed up. And he was like, well, no one told me what this show was about. That's what he said, but that wasn't shown either. He was no, like, she was like, you're show. here for a fucking marriage show. She was like, of course you knew what it was about. And he's like, no, I didn't know what I was here for. But he just played dumb when it suited him. Clues in the title, mate. Married. A, I know, he did say, I don't know if you remember, but he was like, Gemma just expected to come on this show and have a husband. I was like... Yes! Yes, I did! <laughs> That's exactly what I expected. So, like, again, like that... Silly Gemma. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> that episode, like, he... Um, he actually stormed out of... We were, like, on a ping-pong date, but that wasn't shown. I was like, fuck, I was terrible at it. <laughs> um, I thought I was going to be hitting some balls on Married at First Sight, but it wasn't ping-pong. Um, but, yeah, he um, he did storm out. And then when they were filming him, they were like, yeah, can you walk back in? Like, can you go out and walk back in? And he was like, oh, I'm not going to let you use this fucking footage. Like, he was always aggressive with the cat. And I was always apologising on his behalf. He was, it was scary. I can tell you now it was scary and I was not kept safe. It's a funny one, isn't it? Because like mental health should be protected, but also he can't just get his own edit because mm. he's, you know, he cries mental health. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he does have bad mental health. But then he shouldn't have been put on a TV show. Right. That should have been picked up Neither by the... Neither of you should and have been. No, we shouldn't have been. If, I shouldn't have been on that TV show. And if no. they're going to protect him... Then they can't just throw you to the walls. And that's exactly. If they're what going to protect did. him, then they're going to have to protect you too. Mm-hmm. I think because all the stuff came out about George as well. I think they decided let's put out this fire before it makes the show look worse. Before they yeah. can't, they would never have been able to do another series yeah. if they'd shown what Matt was really like. Mm. they wouldn't have how are they with you now with you talking about all of this so I don't they? give a fuck. I'm the first person in reality <laughs> TV history that's outed an edit. As the edits been shown, yeah, no one's ever yeah. done that before. So you, yeah, you. I'm saying, the first person that's ever done that. Wow. I and uh, that. because I, I was just like, take me to court then, because I'm speaking the truth. Take me to court, and they wouldn't. So, um, so it's bad vibes. Yeah, they wanted to get me on Zoom, and I was like, fuck off. No, you're not going to manipulate me like you did on that show when I said I was scared of him, and you said, no, just think about how this could come off for him if you say the word aggressive. Yeah. Um, 
but no, we I don't have any contact with them. I can't imagine I'd be invited to the Christmas specials. Um, <laughs> I think you might have to cut your losses there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think my thinking's changed a lot like this last probably few months. Like now I'm just like fuck it like completely fuck it I did it it's happened but now yeah. I've got a platform where I can talk about important things so that's positive yeah it is yeah. good for you and uh and you know and OnlyFans is positive for me too um and for my children you know that's financial yeah. freedom like massive financial freedom yeah get your 10 grand a month I know <laughs> crack on and do a good blow dry I mean like what's not to love yeah blow jobs and blow dries <laughs> <laughs> you are wasting a very good title there if you haven't already <laughs> if I start my own podcast that's what's going to be called yeah oh my god a hundred (laughs) percent yes so good (laughs) how did you guys feel like watching it and watching people's mental health deteriorate I think it was very clear I think it's uncomfortable it's like since Caroline Flack died I haven't been able to watch Love Island and you slightly feel that like I even watching you upset is hard it it's just, I think we just know too much now. Yeah, and I, that's the thing. That I can't enjoy any reality TV anymore, any current. I can watch old, so I'm watching like old Real Housewives. Yeah. And you can kind of watch it because you just feel like it's done, these people are okay, it's yeah, over. Yeah. But when you're watching it live... I completely agree. It now, like even, even we were watching um, clips this morning as well. And again, we know you're fine because you're coming. Like, yeah, yeah. We've texted you, like, we're going to see you in a minute. But yeah, even yeah. watching the clips upset, you still want to, like, make it better. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know, it's yeah. not comfortable. Yeah. It's watching, because the way that you're produced, it's to show your realness and your real side. And you know that you're a mum and you know that you went in there with mm-hmm. your heart open and you know all of this. And then we watch you cry. Yeah. And it's just, mm. it's not comfortable. No, it's not pleasant at all. No. And I think you're right. I think we know too much now. I think people generally do because yeah. the feedback on that episode in the garden that dinner party yeah and that was real time that was the only episode that was real time because i left and i stopped that dinner party after an hour so everything that you see is what happened some things are in different orders yeah some conversations have been cut out a little bit but that's that probably is why it's the most harrowing episode just because it's the most real have you spoken or heard from people about that specifically about how uncomfortable about discomfort like have you got the impression that other people have felt uncomfortable from viewers yeah from viewers i had I was having about three messages a second when that oh, wow, episode wow. came out. Really, uh, it took me a good few months to like have the heart after I was because I was so poorly to keep going back through to look for those messages I'd missed. Mm. Um, but yeah, people were disgusted and horrified, and, it, and they were supportive of me. I think if people want to believe that Matt was a victim in any part of that, then that's just because they were always going to think that. Maybe yeah. that's part yeah. of their the way that they think. Their bias, yeah, yeah, of course, but. Um, yeah, fucking hell, that was like the shittest time. It was I that was the one I was dreading seeing back. Yeah, that wasn't it wasn't nice to watch. No, it wasn't. And it was just me having a mental breakdown. And he's still yelling. You know, he's a loud yeah. person. He's, yeah. It it is a it is whether or not the full the full picture's in there, whatever, like he is coming. And the fact that you're crying and he's yeah. still going is the discomfort. And he said something to you like, Oh well, this is why we didn't work. 
yeah, yeah like in it's front my of fault. Like it's your else. fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah. course. Yeah. Like what, I was very emotional on that show from from the beginning because I because I suppose because I knew I'd been let down. I knew this man wasn't going to be yeah. leaving with me. I knew there wasn't going to be mm. this marriage because he didn't want marriage. Yeah, it was just like I I was so vulnerable because I've committed myself, my time, my business, my children, everything on being there, and I was just like. Well, do I keep trying in the hope or do I leave? Um, and actually, it was uncomfortable for people to watch because they were like, why didn't you just leave? And I can tell you why. Because I told the producers that I walk away at the first red flag. Like, If someone's like a little bit toxic, I run. Yeah. So I told them that I want to work through anything like that with the help of psychiatrists. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe... Mm. Uh, I don't give people a chance. So they put me with Mr. Red Flags knowing I wasn't going to walk away. Mm. And that would make great mm. television. Mm. Could you, you can't watch, you wouldn't watch any reality TV now. No, I've, I, do you know what? Even like Jack Whitehall's travel with my father made me really upset. Really? Because <laughs> I could just see the way that it's set up and that they're filming and that yeah. the producers are obviously going, can you say that again? But like this. Yeah. Uh, and I just, that's all I can hear in my head. So um, yeah. I can't even watch. I, I couldn't, I don't support shows like Love Island or Married at First Sight anymore. I won't be watching any series. I won't know who's on there. And what would you say to anyone who's watching who is an avid Married at First Sight fan? Or because I imagine this is yeah a lot. That's o- it's but... okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, but it's, just... o- it's okay if that's your thing and that's your guilty pleasure. And you know, where it's all a bit of escapism, reality TV. Mm. But just try and don't be the person that goes onto the internet and messages these people. If you think they're a twat, think it in your head. Yeah, yeah. say it to just, your partner yeah. and like yeah. crack on. Yeah, don't go. You just you just don't know how many times you get you can get a negative message that someone is thinking dark thoughts. Yeah. Um, because I did, I was I was suicidal a couple of times in that time period. After the show, I was suicidal. My even my being in hospital was in the newspapers. Imagine laying in a hospital bed with an infection and and being in the papers. Like mm. it does, it's it's horrible. Yeah. And these people, like, have we learnt nothing from Caroline Flack? It's just like I know it's it's probably not ideal to say, but I came out of hospital with tablets and I took them all, and I'm very lucky to be alive. And that was because I couldn't handle the depression anymore. I had psychosis as a result. I was very unwell. I'm sorry. Yeah, but equally if maybe the people watching it and it's okay that that's your guilty pleasure it's there for you to enjoy maybe just remember these people are real people yeah and that this is tv edited for your entertainment exactly yeah so my next plan is to go to the house of parliament with the change.org and i really want it to be put in there that it's edited for your entertainment that's all. Just yeah. that simple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe that will reduce trolling. Maybe that will yeah, help I'm mental sure health. Because even calling it reality TV, it's not reality. It's not reality. They need to stop no. calling it yeah, reality TV because it does make it sound like it's just like oh, it's going to. It's pop do- in like and it's documentary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's not. No. Well, good. Um, that's like that's let us know great. when you're doing that and like if we can support. Yeah, thank it. you. Yeah, so we'll I typed support. it out as soon as I as soon as the show was aired. I've got it already. It's just I'm just waiting for that time where I felt like I could handle it because I, I know yeah. it, it's either going to flop and not no one's going to care or it's going to be massive. Yeah. yeah. But I um that's it, it, made in Chelsea says it's filmed for entertainment. Scenes are set up for yeah. drama. Yeah. We were set up. It has to say that you're right. It, it needs yeah. to. It yeah. needs to change. To and you. even something simple like that could really prevent trolling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Let us know when you do it, and we'll yeah, share. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank today. you so much for asking me. So great to chat to you. You're both so lovely. So are you. Oh, so thank are you, you. Gemma. <laughs> 
Thank we you. will leave uh, a link to your Instagram in the show notes. Thank you. So people can go check you out. Over there. <laughs> Come um, see my boobs. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, thank, thank you so much. Should I delete that is part of the ACAS Creator Network. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.